0: What up, friends? This is not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, In this one, I pulled a bunch of episodes, old Patreon episodes, like way back. Oh, my God. Some real piles of shit for you to check out. As you know, the show happens in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. You can always reach me on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, Eric, at com. Now, it's very important to note that I want you to follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. All one word, Eric Zane live. After you download the Twitch app or maybe on your desktop, you just go to uh, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. So it's a lot of shit for you to follow. I know facebook.com yeah, slash Eric Zane fan page. Yeah. Slosh. God. And Twitter at Eric Zane show on Twitter. Okay enjoy not the best of the eric zane show podcast
1: hey everyone Zane and kenny from nashville here and after a long day of rocking out to some crappy death metal i like to online with the eric zane show patreon bonus podcast <laughs>
0: yeah yeah here's your host eric zane oh kenny thank you man kenny i'm thinking about you thinking about you kitty thinking about you thinking about you kenny thinking about you. uh kenny's uh yeah. It's having a tough time right now. Just leave it at that, my man. King, hey, hey, Zane. hey, Zane. It's King, King, King. King. Uh We meet again. Hey, TK, TK's in the house. What's up? And uh, you, my gosh. I, man, oh boy. I have um a little bit of a dilemma. Andrea asking me if it's cold in there. Apparently, I'm nipping out. It is a little chilly kind of, um, so tomorrow early, I'm going to record the freebie and then for you all, I record the Patreon, but I'm going to do it early because, uh, we start traveling me and a bunch of, uh, uh, close friends and Diana, um, are, are driving to Jersey we uh, uh, we're leaving like in the late afternoon. Then driving like halfway there, got the camper, going to park in the Walmart parking lot. I mentioned that before. No big deal. But um, you see, when we come back from the wedding, and by the way, and then the second day, we wind up in the city, Jersey City, not New York City, Jersey City. But we're right on the bank of the Hudson, like I talked about. I can't wait for that. That'll be fun. Uh, get to see this uh, loved one of ours, her daughter, get married. Nice destination wedding. Dividing up the cost of the gas. That'll be fun. So then we're coming back. We're leaving for Michigan on Sunday. And then driving halfway back. I don't like driving more than seven, eight hours. And no one drives the RV but me. I don't trust anyone. I don't want anybody touching it. And I can't. Anyway, there's an insurance thing. Anybody else drives that thing and screws it up? I'm effed. So then that leaves Sunday night. I normally record. What in the world am I going to do? And uh, I think... I don't have a ton of options here. So... I can either roll some Lost Zane tapes... Like for a, like a whole show. Lost Zane tapes. From like a bygone era. Uh, maybe... No, I can't do that. I could. I don't know. I'm toying with the idea of something like that. But I think what I'm just going to do, and I, I have this capability of, of recording a, uh, one ahead of time and then uh, posting it and, uh, and scheduling the post, you know? I don't know. Maybe I'll do it all. Maybe I'll do the whole damn thing. I think. Uh, I think the way what I'm leaning on is I'm going to record a uh, the the freebie podcast and the Patreon podcast tomorrow for Sunday. But you see, what you deal with then is you have to, um, yeah, yeah, you have to record ahead, and it's like you, the material that I have to uh, do is like I obviously can't foresee the future, so I have to go and keep my eyes and ears open for topics to talk about that are what they call in my industry as evergreen can be done at any time and discussed, but it's a little different when you're alone and it's just, uh, this is tricky for me. I think it'll be fine. I sometimes get in my own head and get bummed out about, uh, you know, stuff that I shouldn't be bummed out about. Uh, almost today. I almost had a temper tantrum because you know, It's up to me to get this camper ready to take everybody to Jersey City for this wedding. So now, okay, I get it all taken care of. I clean the inside out. It's all good for everybody to go. And uh, one of the things I want to make sure that is in tip-top running order is the generator. So, because if you're driving around and you want some some power, like to the microwave, or you're parking, you're sleeping in the Walmart parking lot, you want to turn the generator on, or whatever reason. So I hit the damn button, and it it goes click kaput, and I'm like, oh no. What is going on with this generator? Holy crap! And I'm I'm calling like everybody I know who has uh, a camper, and they're and they're getting oh maybe it's the spark plug. Are you sure it's getting gas? Oh, yeah. I'm getting all these. I'm getting updates from people who are trying to help me. My my good buddy Jimmy's trying to help me. I'm like, oh god, I don't know, man. Shit, we're fucked. I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have to go uh, call up the uh, the mechanic and first thing in the morning. I'm like panicking. Then I realized, just call the guy who you bought it from, Chad. He works over at Camping World. Used to be American RV. He goes, yep, I know what it is. Start the motor on the truck. So it worked. Start the damn motor on the truck, and it starts right up. It's got to charge the battery. I didn't know this shit goes, works this way. It's so crazy. I was like freaking out. But the reason why I'm telling you this is because I was this close to just having a meltdown. And I had been on the verge of doing that two or three times, and I remained calm. And I don't know what's gotten into me, because normally the thing to do is throw shit, scream at Diana, make a scene in the driveway, act like an asshole, uh, break some shit, uh, uh, yell at the dog, go upstairs, uh, pout. But I kept my freaking mouth shut. I didn't say a word. I didn't even tell her. Just waited. Didn't, didn't get pissed. Called Chad. Figured it out for me. It worked. It Freaking worked. So, uh, yes. And, uh, I, I came back in the house. I go, Oh God, I just dodged a bullet, man. I was on the verge of having a meltdown here. Why would happen? Well, as so I tell her, and then she goes, well, good for you. All right. Yeah. So, uh, let's see what, are, Oh my God, this story. Holy crap. You're not going to believe this. Um, First of all, in track and field, I don't even know why um, the thing called the javelin is a thing. Okay? You got shot put. You've got discus. Um, those travel pretty far. But they're not going to try travel nearly as far. Well, even the discus travels pretty far. I don't know why it seems different. Maybe because it's round. But the javelin... Travels, you know, a hundred yards through the air or more I don't know about a hundred yards, maybe a little less. And it's a spear, the javelin. You've seen people throw a javelin. Have you not? Well, there was an incident. Um, now the incident wasn't actually one throwing it. I'll get to that in a second. Georgia, university of Georgia, freshman uh, guy, who's like a super fast runner was apparently uh, doing some warm-ups on, like, the field portion of the track. And in the warm-up, they kind of uh, run backwards. I don't know why, but they do. So they're all all the sprinters. This guy is not a javelin thrower at all, and there was no one throwing a javelin in this incident. But some asshole jammed the javelin into the ground... You know, pointy end into the ground and sticking up out of the ground at an angle. You know where this is going, don't you? The article says whenever someone hears the words pierced and javelin, they're left to expect the worst. Georgia Track and Field athlete who recently suffered that fade was seriously hurt, but apparently is expected to eventually eventually make a full recovery. Now, he wasn't injured by the pointy end going into the ground. He was impaled by the by the blunt end. The fucking blunt end. This dude was running backwards fast. And because that stupid thing was in the ground and somebody, some idiot was careless with the GD Javelin, or worse, they did it on purpose, he hit it with his back, and it skewered him like a damn shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah, that happened. Went right in his back. The blunt end went into his back, cre- cre- creamed his rib cage into his long. Just, ah, fuck. They said, gruesome, suffers a punctured lung, collapsed lung, the whole deal. Uh, It was truly an accident, athletic director director George McGarrity said. Nobody threw anything or anything like that. Uh, When I said it was on purpose, it was just speculation. (sighs) Suffered a javelin wound in the middle of his back, just below the shoulder blade. Part of the javelin remained in the guy's body. I don't even know if I said his name, uh, Elijah Godwin. Uh, so it's stuck at his back. He's freaking out and he's laying down and then the fire and rescue crews showed up and they busted out like the power equipment and they ground it off and left the part that was in his body, still in his body. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but you know, they say, you know, don't, pull it out because it's actually blocking the loss of blood flow. It's helping you. If you yank it out, it's going to be like blood everywhere and you're dead. So they ground off the part that's not in his body and left the rest in there. And then they rush him to the hospital where they were able to surgically remove the blunt end of the fucking javelin stuck in this dude. Again, ran into the javelin as he and his fellow sprinters did backward sprints on the track. Oh, I guess it was on the track. I thought it was on the uh, field. It must have been because it was stuck on the ground. The javelin had been left on the ground at an angle, and Godwin was moving fast as he backed into it. Actually, the rear part of the javelin caused the injury, resulted in, a quote, a large amount of blood in the grass. My God. UGA released a statement on Wednesday. Uh was injured blah, blah 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 blah, transferred full recovery, holy shit, freak accident well, it got me to looking um about uh about w- when this has happened in the past, and there's a video that's going around or has gone around of top five javelin injuries, and all of these involve like someone out in the field area when the fucker throws the thing and someone's there and they get hit and, and speared, it's ridiculous. And, if, and, uh, most of them are, are, uh, officials or refs. One was a kid. It was terrible. It hit him in the foot and the kid, it's like, it like nails his foot to the ground. It's like, what is, why do they do this? And if you are going to do the javelin, why in God's name would there be anyone out there? You, de- you got to do it different, right? I mean, you can't have people out there while there's some asshole throwing a spear at you. Case in point, this is terrible. Uh, while reviewing the story, I came across this one. This happened in 2012. Excuse me here. My mic's all jacked. <sighs> Javelin Toskos goes horribly wrong. Ref dies after getting speared. Track and field official died after being impaled by a 15-year-old javelin competitor at a sporting event in Dusseldorf, Germany. Dieter Dieter Strach was going about his duties Sunday night as an official for the annual Wilhelm Unger Games. Wilhelm Unger Games, say it right. A youth sporting event in Dusseldorf. Then tragedy struck. From above, the 74-year-old ref had stepped out of the playing surface, playing field, to measure the distance of a javelin toss when this 15-year-old dumb fuck let it fly. So uh, Dieter is just measuring the damn thing. No one's supposed to be throwing. And this moron, 15-year-old, murders him because he throws the javelin. Well, it went through Dieter's neck. That's right. He looked like freaking Steve Martin. That was through his head, wasn't it? Well, you get the idea. You got the reference, right? You know what I'm talking about. It went through his neck. And out the other side. The 1.5 pound, boy, those are light spear. Then it traveled Wait, no, wait a minute. It says it hit him in the cheek and then went down to his neck and hit a crucial artery as stunned spectators looked on. Holy shit. What a traumatic thing. I'm telling you, all those people who saw that, that is is post-traumatic stress disorder at its finest. You see this old geezer take the javelin in the fucking face. He ran to the sector while the throw was still in the air. Uh, One of the organizers of the 66 Wilhelm Unger Games told ABC News he probably thought he would calculate the air path correctly before the javelin touched the ground. This isn't making sense. I'm getting two stories here. I don't know how the hell this happened. But it never did land on the ground. It went in Dieter's face. Uh, When it struck Strack, which sounds weird... Uh, according to ABC News, he shouted, Strack grabbed the javelin uh, and and took it out of his body. He pulled it out like a, a sword in Game of Thrones. His body was the, was the what, is, what are those called, a scabbard? And then he pulled the Valerian steel out of his neck. Uh, he dropped to the ground. A doctor and athletes rushed to him. He was sped to the hospital, but on Monday he succumbed to his injuries. Holy shit! That included a ruptured carotid artery. The competition was halted after the incident, which was witnessed by over 800 people in the stands. Boy, that's a real uh, uh, turnstile burner right there. 800 people are there to see this guy die in a in a in a horrible fashion. At least seven more were treated for shock. No, no that sentence should say 800 were treated for shock. 800 people passed out and fell to their deaths as they tumbled down the steps of the of the stands. I can't believe this. It would look like Jonestown. 15-year-old javelin thrower is getting psychological counseling. Oh, you know this guy. He's, he's ruined. Uh, for the part in the... That was 2012... So that means this guy's 22 now. Uh, watch, as it turns out, that's the first day that this 22-year-old discovers the Eric Zane Show podcast. He, he's, he's, and he's a like Patreon subscriber. And this dude, the first day he tunes in, I'm talking about when he murdered the old guy. Jesus. Ugh. All right, you had to have heard about this. This is proof right here, this next story, that the United States has it right. And we are better than all other countries. And that's just the end of it. There's no getting around this. We are the greatest. It's because we cook our food and we don't eat rodents. Okay. Now, maybe some people eat rodents. Maybe like a squirrel a rodent. Yeah, you can eat a squirrel. Uh, but prairie dogs, uh, y- you shouldn't touch prairie dogs. You shouldn't go near a prairie dog. How do I know this? When I visited Devil's Tower in wyoming there is an area at the base of the tower where i'm not kidding you it's probably oh god a square mile of just prairie dog dens okay now and they didn't put them there they're just very common there if you've ever been there you know i'm talking about you're leaving the tower and you're driving out and uh You'll notice all of these creatures are popping up looking at you. And they're the cutest little fuckers you've ever seen the prairie dog. But there's a sign right there. It says, don't, just look. Take pictures and look. Stand by, I got a cough. Do not do anything more with these creatures because they carry the plague. That's right. The bubonic plague. Black death. The thing that destroyed Europe back in the day. I don't know the totals on how many people died from plague, but uh, it's from creatures like this. The signs say, just look, don't even consider trying to feed them or touch them. You could die and start like the new black death in Wyoming. Well, well, So, rest assured, eating those things is a problem. Rest assured, eating them raw is a bigger problem. Rest assured, eating the kidneys of a prairie dog is the worst thing possible, right? Well, hell yeah, that's exactly right. A couple in Mongolia, and you can see this story at ericsaintshow.com, click on in the news, have died from the plague after they ate raw marmot meat, a prairie dog. They just grabbed the prairie dog and started to eat it like corn on the cob. What the fuck is wrong with people? How is that a thing? How is that in the U.S.? There's nothing comparable, right? Maybe like an oyster or something like that? But, I mean, come on! This is why uh, poor people in other countries will always be I don't have anything to say about that. There, there, are Everything's fucked up. It's always like in another country that you hear something like this happening. Something really ridiculous over the top and fucked up. Mongolian couple. So they, they did it as a pair. They were like putting it in each other's mouth. Here's the paw. Here's an ear. Ooh, you want some prairie dog eye? Here, eat it up. Sure, this is good. They were eating the raw marmot. And then they died. Sparked a quarantine. Now, there were a lot of tourists, supposedly, that were in this area of the, where these two assholes are. And they were trapped there for days. You couldn't leave. According to the news source, the couple died May 1st in a remote area of the country's Bayan Ogi province, which borders China and Russia. A six-day quarantine of 118 people who had come in contact with the couple. Imagine if it was a swingers convention with these sick animals, including locals and a number of foreign tourists, had been lifted as of Tuesday. But, um official told from the World Health Organization told the BBC that the couple ate the rodent's raw meat and kidney, which is to believe to be for good health. What the fuck? How is that real? Here, eat up. I hear this is good for us. Yeah, uh, yeah. this is a new paleo thing. You eat the fucking marmot and his internal organs and you get ripped. Yeah, we can go do CrossFit, eat some more marmot. A nice paleo diet. After the quarantine was announced, not many people, even the locals, were in the streets for fear of catching Plague. Uh, said uh, some dude from the Peace Corps who no doubt said, fuck this, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> uh, bu- bubonic plague can be transmitted. I'll tell you what, hold, side note, uh, th- those, are the, those are God's chosen people, if you ask me. These uh, you know, missionary people who put themselves in harm's way, They're the Peace Corps, these are the ones that really deserve heaven. I mean, I'm over here making fun of old people talking about this asshole who ate uh, liver and shit like that. There's no place up there for me. I should be like kind of like the mid-level guy, uh, purgatory, perhaps on a good day and never really don't have a chance to get up to like, you know, I'm like a career American Hockey League player when it comes to heaven. Those Peace Corps guys. They're the ones. Hey, what do you got today? Malaria. Fuck it. It'll be good. It'll go away. Let's go serve the community. Um, Throughout history, plague uh, epidemics have caused widespread death around the globe. Uh, While modern antibiotics uh, antibiotics can now treat the disease and prevent its spread, the next sentence, or it should say comma, uh, that can do nothing for fuckheads who eat raw marmot and their kidneys. Infections still do occur in parts of the Western United States as well as in Africa, Asia. The CD. If you're okay now, China not really known for their human rights. They should have like a local health minister uh, or a health minister who, if he sees anybody doing this, he immediately just shoots them dead. Uh, when you do stupid shit like this, to A, weed them out of the gene pool pool and just have uh, no chance of anybody getting the infection. Uh, to to continue the uh, the uh, plague, my God, oh, how stupid is that? All right, one more for you. This is just sad and a uh, a statement about the way the world is. Okay, seventy-two-year-old lady. Uh, sorry, seventy-six. Um was really into fitness and things like that despite a heart condition did a lot of amazing things climb mountains she was a uh, educator at western michigan university here in the west side of michigan obviously and uh the gorgeous running week race weekend they got like a marathon a half marathon 5k and a 10k well she died uh she started the race out and like a mile and things were going south and uh she had a grabber, and that was it. She collapsed just short of a mile. Uh, she did, in fact, pass at the hospital. So the article has various statements from family members and friends who are like, "Oh my God, our beloved uh, mom, uh, Mrs. Uh, hold on, uh, K. Kasky, sorry." has passed away. So like example, I cannot overstate what an incredible mother and friend and teacher and example. She continued to be one of her sons. Michael Kasky, spoke to him live in the Kalamazoo Gazette on Monday. So he's all broken up. Uh, We have comfort in the fact that it was such a beautiful day yesterday. She's running outside. So it provides a little bit of solace, but it's sudden that's challenging. Uh, The article goes on to say Kasky had a heart condition that likely contributed to her death. The family said. Race director Blaine Lamb said that the last death he could recall during a Kalamazoo race happened about 35 years ago in the Kalamazoo Classic. Uh, Michael Kasky is a Chicago musician, and his brother Bill, a Kalamazoo librarian, remembered mom, an incredible woman who was always ready for adventure, loved the outdoors, traveled all over. So, um, talked about her being an adjunct professor at Western and other colleges. She had a business called Laughter Works with a pal, uh, teaching classes and giving presentations and workshops on health and humor. All right, so that's it. Uh, I read that. It's kind of like goes into like the obituary of this, and you know what always catches my eye every time? These words. View comments. And god damn it, this is such a fucking. The Wild West is what this is. This is uh, this is what gets me the most. And I see there's 16 comments, and I click on it, and I go, I'm crossing my fingers. Don't say anything bad, no one or anybody. uh, I hope everybody stays stays focused. Don't say anything stupid. But you know that's not going to happen. You know some asshole is going to do what they do best, and be. A scumbag. Why can't they get hit by a javelin? Why can't they develop a taste for delicious raw prairie dog? Everybody behaved. One. Just one asshole. That's all it took. One asshole. And the comment that I'm going to read to you was made, uh, today's what, Wednesday? It was made Tuesday. Okay? This article came out. I think this article, hold on, let me back up. Give you an idea of the the lead up. Yeah, this was posted on May 6th. Today's the 8th. Okay, this is posted Monday. And that means yesterday somebody got their hands on it. It all took was one day for one asshole to be an asshole. Uh, this nice person writes, everybody dies in the end. It's how you spend your life. That makes all the difference. Sounds like K had a life well spent right up to the last moment. Truthfully, it doesn't get any better than that. Nice. Nice. Um, another nice person wrote great post. Uh, this person wrote, I don't know whether writes, uh, I don't know whether to be sympathetic or jealous. Sounds like an amazing woman at 76. I hope I could walk a 10 K thumbs up. We're three in three in on 16. And I'm thinking we're doing okay here. This is going to work out. Uh, This person wrote, she kept doing what she loved to do. If my doctor told me that my heart may not be strong enough for sex, I'd ignore him. (laughs) What a way to go. All right. That works. So that was one, two, three, four nice comments. And then anonymous asshole goes by Brochee, B-R-O-C-H-E-E, wrote, quote, I have heart disease. Let's go for a run. That's the one. You are the guy. You have, have done it. You disgusting coward. You know, I sit here and bitch about uh, 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 people taking shots at me as as well as anybody. I am alive. I am not dead. (laughs) Andrea says, it's you, isn't it? No, it's not me, you asshole. Andrea, you stupid butt fuck. What the fuck is wrong with you? Jesus. How the fuck can you do that? I mean, she's dead. and I mean, I don't know her, but still would it i don't know it just it's we live in a weird weird day and uh day and time uh day and age where people just fucking like this shit no one has any uh nothing holds them back this person wrote replying to brochi some people choose to face the challenges in their life it sounds like she managed her life situation for a long time in a healthy proactive manner and passed doing what she loved Next sentence. Have fun on your couch with your pill caddy and CPAP. Nice. Karen. um, And that was it. Oh, and this this person, as you sit on your couch eating your deep fried uh, Twinkies. Holy shit. People are fucking assholes. That drives me up a wall. All right. I am done, ladies and gentlemen. I'm looking forward to another day tomorrow but holy shit we got it done again tomorrow is going to be episode 90 fuck yes man this is awesome 90 episodes not we haven't missed a beat since leaving the radio that makes me happy and i owe it to you holy shit yes do i owe it to you you guys are the best You keep me moving crying out loud. The hustle continues. Thanks so much for checking it out. Have a good rest of your evening. Goodbye. Taking a break in not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast to remind you that this show happens because of support from people like the Kent County health department. When it comes to immunizations for the little ones or any type of personal health services, this is who you need. Frankly, this applies to pretty much any health department, except for dumb shits in Ottawa County, Michigan. Uh, if the little ones need immunizations, you can get them for little or no cost through the Kent County health department. If you qualify access, Kent.com health. If you need more information, Thank you so much to them. Blue Frost IT, on board with the show online at bluefrostit.com. Their number is 616 285 Love them. Uh, if you ever need any is- if you have any issues with tech in your workplace, think about Blue Frost IT. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh smart lock 2k cam and doorbell three in one triple security you got everything in one device all right rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's gonna work okay in that app and oh my god this is not just for security but also for convenience no more worrying about losing keys and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in the door unlocks in, they go. And of course it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security and the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap Okay, You can go to yuffieofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing Powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to Eufyofficial.com slash video lock eufy official.com slash video lock okay rolling on with more of not the best of the eric zane show podcast
1: it's time for the Eric Zane Show Patreon Bonus Podcast, where you're more likely to hear something that would have gotten him fired from radio. Here's your host, Eric Zane.
0: Thank you, Christy Wagner, ChristyWagnerVO.com, and welcome into the Eric Zane Show Patreon Bonus Podcast. Uh, this is a show with the freebie and the Patreon, um, there's, uh, there's not a ton of shows that do it every day. And I'm proud to be, uh, one of them, one of them, uh, there's, uh, several radio shows that do do it every day, uh, that are former radio folks. Um, some of them, I, I actually know personally and, uh, I kind of, uh, watch what they do and how it unfolds. And, um, you know, the, it, it's kind of like a grind every single day you're doing it, but it really isn't if you're used to doing radio. Okay. So, uh, you know, people, I, when I was uh, talking with the folks at Audio Boom before I got this all started, um, months before I got fired, I had a uh, conversation with the folks on the uh, hosting platform. And um, there was discussion about them kind of like uh, selling co- uh, advertising for me. It turns out that I, I don't have nearly the listenership that uh, would uh, allow that. I mean, I do okay but um they're like yes we encourage you to do a show once a week and i'm like why well uh and i still don't even remember the answer he told me because i stopped listening then i was like well fuck that i want to sit around uh, this is what i do uh people i can't uh, do, do yeah here you go eric zane one day a week one hour a day two hours a week fuck off that is ridiculous you know, if I can put together, uh, oh, I don't know, seven to ten hours worth of material a week, then I think we're talking. Kind of like just me doing my thing. And uh, it's uh, it's gone pretty well. As we have now 90, this is the 90th Patreon bonus podcast. We earlier uh, released the uh, uh, 90th free Eric Zane Show podcast. Today was chock full of phone goodness on the freebie. Was delighted to have Gene, Mean Gene, Jean Mean. Iron Sheik used to refer to the late Gene Okerlund as Gene Mean. Uh, on to talk about that wacky ass nutball dove at WKTV. Spectacular. I had no idea it was a, a, like happening to everybody there. Uh, since it happened to me, it happened to another person today. Gene sent me the proof. This stupid butt fuck bird continues to have his nest that he's trying to build, and he only lo- he loves the bottom of the windshields. What the fuck is going on here? And what does he do when the people destroy the nest? Does he just sit there and sleep on the grass, like I was talking about with Gene? Is he a transient homeless a hole bird? And then and doves are supposed to have a mate, right? There's always a second dove nearby. I think. By the way, discussion I had with Diana today. What goes on when birds mate? How is this a thing? I mean, they don't have arms, right? I'm asking. I'm saying right. Like, like I don't know. <laughs> so, I, I should look up. This is a question that, this is something that I actually need to follow through on. How do birds, because the eggs have to be fertilized. And I think I read somewhere that the, the, the bird sperm, no, I was on a podcast, I heard this, the bird batch stays inside of the female bird, like boy bird batches in girl bird, and then it kind of like just rattles around in there for a long time. I think it was like, I think I was listening to that uh, radio station Q100. They have like a hunting report. Of course they do. It's Northern Michigan. And uh, some guy who knows a thing or two about turkeys was talking about how the turkey jizz just rattles around like Pac-Man inside of the inside of the bird. That's uh, that's something no one knows. I mean, there's only, I bet there's only a handful of people listening. Well, hell. I should end that sentence there. There really is only a handful of people listening who know what's going on with bird reproduction. I'm going to look this up and uh, and get informed. You do the same, huh? All right. I'm exploring a new business venture. You might think this sounds ridiculous, but I think it has potential. And I'm not bullshitting here either. I had this idea when I was out today get doing, guess what? Walking the dogs as I think about things all the time. I'm always coming up with new things to talk about. New things to do. There's always some racket going on. So I'm walking the dogs and uh, this super sweet lady named Lindsay lives in the next street. And I see her with her dog. She has a new dog. And I'm like, huh. And she, she's always rushed. So she's uh, getting ready for work, and I can tell it's, like, stressful. And I thought to myself, wouldn't it be great if she didn't – it's, a, like, a very young dog – puppy. Excuse me. Wouldn't it be great if she did not have to worry about getting that dog outside to go potty on the leash while she's wearing her work clothes and whatever it may be, and the dog – and feeling guilty because the dog has to stay inside all day while – um while she's at work 8 hours in a in a in a crate what if Eric's dog walking service this might have been suggested to me by somebody already perhaps it has uh were in place in the neighborhood so like I'm here and I'm an expert at walking dogs this is what it would get you it would get you getting your dog walked i would do it twice a day I don't know how you price that, but I'm starting to think if I two dog walks um that's probably 30 minutes to 35 minutes of my time a day to walk if I were walking Lindsay's dog twice a day. Yeah, I'd put it at about 35 minutes. I'd walk the dog early and then mid mid uh midday um if she chose just one dog walk a day, five bucks, two wo- dog walks a day, 10 bucks to get me uh, 25 or 50 bucks a week. Or I could just do it a la carte priced per walk. Huh? I think we're onto something here because, uh, you know, if I'm doing uh, six dog walks a day, let's do the math here. Five days a week. With the neighborhood, I'll just bang on the door and say, hey, you could use a Here's what I can give you. I can give your dog, uh, uh, first of all, attention. Dogs hate to be alone. Um, I would take your dog for a professional walk. Uh, your dog would be uh, given fresh water. Uh, I'd clean up after your dog. And um, the peace of mind and knowing your dog is getting exercised. And uh, you don't have to worry about the dog. I'll take care. I'll take care of your dog for you. All right, let's do some Eric Zane math here. Thirty bucks a day times five, five days a work week. You know what that is? That's a hundred and fifty dollars a week. For how much time? Hundred and fifty bucks. Fifteen minutes per walk. Seventeen minutes per walk. Uh times six. That's 102 minutes a week, hour 42, for $150. That's a pretty good rate. I think that's fair. 150 times 52 weeks, $7,800 a year. Seems like I could do better than that. That seems low. For all that time. Yeah, all that time. Hour forty two. Well, I don't know. I'd like to make wait a minute. I'd like to make more than seven thousand eight hundred dollars a year walking dogs. All right. Let me rethink this. I need to double everything. Three hundred dollars a week times fifty two. Fifteen thousand six hundred dollars, that's more of my liking. That adds to the pile of racket jobs. What do you do for a living? Well, let me start by just telling you that um, uh, I I record like uh, 45 minutes of musings uh, a day on a free podcast. Oh, really? It sounds like a fun little hobby. Well, yeah, I know, but I got some people that sponsor it, so that kind of helps me out. I, I do fairly well with that. Well, that can't be all you do. What else do you do? Yeah, I sell T-shirts talking about my 45-minute musings. Uh-huh. What else do you do? Well, uh, you know, I ask, I ask people to give me five or ten bucks a month to get more ramblings from me. Oh, really? People do that? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. What else do you do? I walk uh, the neighborhood dogs. Oh, and I do PA. That's it. That's it. Not a bad way to live, I guess. I don't have to leave the home. Fuck it. Let's do it. Better than doing like dipping Dots. Ah, oh, shit. I'm sorry, Stu. Stu, I'm kidding you. You know you're an ass kicker. You so are an ass kicker. Stu's on Patreon, by the way. I promised him I'd sign. I didn't tell him. I said, hey, I'm going to. And he said, don't. But I'm going to. I haven't done it yet. I've been busy as shit once again. Uh, here we are. But that's the idea. Walking dogs in this neighborhood. All right. Something else I'm kind of excited about. I uh, more than once this week mentioned on the podcast, the freebie, about Q100, 100.3 and 99.3 up north. They have an app. uh, They have an application. No one says it. They have an app online. If you want to listen to this radio station hear for yourself, how freaking awesome it is. um, It is bizarre. The music that they play. Holy shit. I hear stuff I've never heard there. Well, you've heard me talk about it. I'm going to go down that road again. But I, I do have a, a dialogue now with the owners. And um, next, not next week, but the week after. the On May 22nd, I'm going up there to visit uh, and sit in with JC in the afternoon. That's uh, Mr. Coin. He's on the air. Uh, like in fact, when I record, what I'm recording this Patreon bonus right now, it's 3:48. He's on the air right now. Um, download their app Q100. Um, I think that's how you search for it. Let me double check. But on the app store, I'll ask the staff to do that. Let's see here, Q100. And Grayling, Will that do it? Hmm. I'm going to have to work on this one. I'm not quite sure how I got the app. Maybe from their website? I'll double check that. 100.3. Q 100.3, maybe? Uh, There's a lot of Qs. I think there's a Q in Grand Rapids, isn't there? Yes, the 94.5 one. I Not a fan. Uh, So I'm going to interview those folks next week. And uh, it should be fun because they do radio way way different and i'm what i'm anxious to hear about is um how they've been mocked because i promise you they have and how they've managed to make this a success when ever when all conventional wisdom has been thrown out as to the programming of the radio station it's i've ne- i'm telling you i've never heard anything like it so i'm interested in uh, hearing What they have to say, the coins will join me on the podcast next week. All right. Now, the next thing I have for you is about Supermodel, and uh, I think she does a million other things, Tyra Banks. Let me just throw this out there right now. First of all, she's on the cover of Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Tyra Banks is 45 years old. I had no idea Tyra Banks was 45. Um, To me, I... I, (sighs) What a lovely, lovely, beautiful, one of the most attractive women there there is, in my opinion. She is uh, tremendously uh, gifted in the uh, physical nature of her what she is. I mean, that's how she's made a living, uh, supermodel, the whole deal. And uh, she's gone on from there. Now, let me just say also, I can't stand her. If Tyra Banks never said a word again, I'd be I'd be happy. She annoys the shit out of me, and for a lot of reasons. She had that fucked up show that she had, and it was just god awful. It was a fucking abortion. What a bunch of bullshit! Uh, but back to the um, I, th- yes, this is going to da- uh, dog her completely, but it isn't for the reasons you might think. First of all, she's on the cover of, again right now, as I said, at forty-five, and to me, she looks terrific, and. She is making a big deal because she's heavier. And when I say it like that heavier, because she's not, I mean, she looks completely healthy to me and she's one of these people who walks around saying, yeah, embrace your curves, embrace your curves. And what she means by that is it's okay to be fat and I understand that's a, that's a terrific thing to say because there are people in the world who are fat and they should be comfortable in their own skin and I don't have a problem with them. But you're not fucking fat, okay? You are not what you're you're acting like you're some big leader for the fat people of the world, but you're the farthest thing from it. To me, you look like a terrific supermodel who is a supermodel i don't see anything fat about tyra banks if you were to look at the most recent uh uh, cover it's she looks great what the fuck are you talking about you're fat and so she's also made a huge deal about how 20 years ago she was the first black woman on the cover of sports illustrated that's great i i agree i really do um but you know what sucks is the fact that Tyra Banks is telling me she's the first black woman on the cover. If you're so proud of it, to me, it's poor form if you walk if you walk around and tell everybody, hey, everybody, I'm." I, did you know that I'm the first black woman who's on the cover of Sports Illustrated? It's kind of like people who brag too much about their shit. Shut the fuck up. Whoever needs to, if somebody th- is impressed with it, let them say it. You don't need to walk around every single day and tell everybody this, that, and the other thing about you. We know that everybody knows that. And if they don't know it, it's not that important. Okay. I mean, I didn't start this little piece that I'm watching that I'll play it for you with Tyga- Tyra Banks. I didn't know she was the first black woman on the cover of sports illustrated. You know Why? Because that doesn't mean shit to me. And most people don't give a fuck either. So why should you walk around and tell everybody, I'm the first black woman on the cover? That doesn't do anything, okay? If you really want to do something fantastic, Sports Illustrated, if you're all about uh, being inclusive and things like that, get get a real fat woman on the cover of Sports Illustrated and say, this is beauty. You'd never do that. But if you're true, you would. So that's what I have to say about Tara Banks. This is her in this pathetic uh, piece talking yeah, about how she great she shit. fucking how is.
2: Pirate is back. This is out uh, of retirement, looking better than ever.
0: Yeah, it's true. She is, and uh, this is uh, the lady who's doing the photo shoot. Uh, this big uh, uh, back patting moment from from the actual photo shoot for this fucked up magazine.
2: Mogul <laughs> model mother professor
0: professor professor of what. Give me a fucking break. What the fuck is she? Is she one of these people that got an honorary degree like like Jack White got from Wayne State? Like, yeah, that is one of the most pointless things in the way. Hey, here you go. It's your honorary degree. I'd say, yeah, wipe your ass with it. I don't deserve that. this
2: swimsuit, it is because 22 years ago, I was in the Bahamas. We're in the same swimsuit. And I shot the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition yes
0: oh okay great by the way there's a lot of uh, people that question her ethnicity but it's it is true she she um both of her parents are black she actually did an ancestry test and she is 75 percent um her roots go back to that part of the world 75 percent there is some european further back but um she's actually um like a unicorn she's one of the her parents have this too—green eyes. Most people with uh, who are seven would be have that much heritage going back to uh, Africa to historically have brown eyes. She has perfect green eyes. Rihanna is like that too. I was reading.
2: Being the first black woman on the cover, I didn't dream it because I never thought it was possible. And almost like this, I never thought it'd be possible. I'm 45 years old on the cover of this magazine again.
0: Oh my god. She yeah, a baby. It made her boobs so gigantic.
2: Well, on a beach for Sports Illustrated Swim. Like the tube thing to like get changed. Like what the hell is that? It's, Back S- in my I- day it was a towel, not a tube. Oh, my hands were sandy. And then someone comes with a bucket of water. And then, oh, the sun is in my eyes. In comes a black umbrella. Oh, it's too windy. Oh, there's a windscreen. I'm like, what is all this?
0: God, oh, Jesus.
2: Well, my body is different.
0: She goes, my boobies uh, are bigger. My booty
2: is bigger. Everything's so? a little bigger. So that made it, at first, I was like, ooh, I've, I've gotten more stuff to, to work with. And at first, it was a, a little bit more difficult. But after the first shot, I was like, I got this. Yeah. Yes, yes mama.
0: Yes, yes, Mom's Mom's, <laughs> Mom's <good. laughs> Yeah, right. This is a sick name. I don't know. I just, uh, may- maybe I'm making too big of a deal about it. But all the, uh, all the uh, oh, yeah, look at this. Look at this. I'm a mogul. I'm this. I'm that. I'm the other thing. I'm the first uh, black woman on the cover of Sports Illustrated. It's all a bit much for me. And uh, and, and people make a huge deal about when uh, somebody who, uh, as th- they say, oh, yeah, she's gained weight. But look at her. She looks great. Uh, we, we, sh- we could all be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Okay. Now that I'd like to see. I think that Sports Illustrated will probably get more people interested in their swimsuit issue if they if they went really hardcore and took the, the fattest, ugliest, worst woman in the in worst women in America in terms of, you know, they got her teeth knocked out, uh, because maybe uh her, her girlfriend hit her in the mouth with a beer bottle, you know, things like that. All right. I got some bad news for you folks. I'm wrapping this up. And um, I have, uh, I've, I've really been, um, struggling with the idea of recording multiple days ahead of time and I am not going to do it. Uh, I can't, it is, uh, now not far before I have to start this, uh, adventure to Jersey. And, uh, there are still some things I need to do to get that taken care of. And I've, uh, I've done a lot today, and I am—I would still not be able to get all of the pre-podcasting done, and here's why. I don't have enough things to talk about to give you anything worth listening to. It would be just fucked if I sat there and hemmed and hawed and stammered. And, uh, and I think I'm just not comfortable this many days in advance dropping you with something like that. It seems absurd to me. Um because I kind of I love it knowing that, hey, this just happened in the world. People are talking about this. It's to me awful if I have to just dig in and kind of fake it like this uh, with several days ahead of time. So I uh, since I do I really don't feel good about this. Um, I am going to not post on the patreon bonus podcast anything new like this however i still have some time to give you something so something will be available you'll have to wait until then all right there you go we will reconvene with brand new stuff when i released the patreon bonus on monday normally i release the patreon bonus for the start of the week on sunday so The new episode actually will be on Monday. Okay? Got that all taken care of. I will take care of you to some degree. I just can't do it the way I normally would because it's too fucked up for me. Just won't. It just rattles my brain. But that's how it's going to be. Other than that, have a good one, folks. I love you. Take care and thank you. All right, taking a break in Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Frankly, I have no idea what was said in the previous segment nor the upcoming one. I basically just grabbed shit and threw it in there. As far as I know, it's me yelling the N-word over and over again. Not sure. Probably not that, though. Anyway, thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Making your dreams come true with a mortgage. By the way, if you hear any talking in the background... It's my I Radio, uh, uh continuing education that they make me take. Two three one three three two sixty five zero five for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. A&E Heating and Cooling, found online at aeheatingcooling.net. If you have any uh, HVAC needs, call upon them, 616-516-8579. Now, more of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast.
1: It's time for the Eric Zane Show Patreon Bonus Podcast, where you're more likely
2: to hear something that would have gotten him fired from radio. Here's your host, Eric Zane.
0: Wow, my gosh, thank you. Multi-talented. Christy Wagner. as Nick is in here. First, uh, hey, what's happening for folks getting this on the live stream for the Patreon uh, bonus podcast? Thanks a bunch for being here. Look, spread the word about the Patreon bonus. You know, this is a select group of people, a uh, a, a select fraternity, if you will, of diehard Eric Zancho podcast audience members. Uh, the close knit bunch that enjoy the Patreon bonus. Now. As I can see myself in the uh, the the camera that's that's putting this out to the world online, and in recorded form, man, did I get some sun? When your dad's from the Middle East, uh, you you just look at the sun and then you get tan. Uh, Trave seen through uh, a run on Saturday. Beautiful sunny day in Jersey. Come back a little bit red, look a little lobsterish, but by the end of the day, all red and brown, man. You're damn right. Uh Uh-huh. It's the olive skin. My God. Uh, So here we go. We start this thing off again. Hope, uh, glad you were patient. Thank you very much. I hope you were patient uh, with me being away. But, uh, you know, had to do it. I I had to give you something. I was a little bit... uh, um, upset with myself to think that I could go ahead and record something in advance, but that's just oh, I'm just not ready for that. It just see, it's just nearly impossible. So I did my best, but uh, it was cool to be back in Jersey and, and fun to talk about it on the Eric Sancho Patreon uh, bonus podcast. There is uh, a a couple things I want to get to. One in particular is the story of what to do with a 900 pound man who is uh, up to no good or has been up to no good. What you have here is a guy and what, what part of the U S is this happening, Virginia, who is a known drug dealer. And, uh, the authorities have had a line on this guy for a little while, 48 year old dude named Kenneth Hicks. And, uh, They've got a felony charge that's uh, getting ready to be executed to get this guy uh, in custody, and he seems to be responding to the police peacefully in order to be taken so he can be in front of a judge to start the legal proceedings. Why am I talking about this? Well, there is a big problem with getting 48-year-old Kenneth Hicks from his residence to being in custody where he's expected uh, to plead guilty actually. And if that is the case, he'll immediately uh, be incarcerated. What is keeping Mr. Hicks from being in front of the judge is 900 pounds of fat. This guy weighs almost 1000 pounds. We are not supposed to be 1,000 pounds. So the judge is like, well, we got to do something. I mean, this guy, this is the guy, right? Yep. And he's going to plead guilty. Yep. Well, he's got to get here. Well, in order to get him there, a huge thing has to happen. um Emporia Virginia is where the guy's residence is he's he lives in a a mobile home he was supposed to make it to the U.S. District Court in Richmond Virginia Uh, the FBI and U.S. Marshal Service had been asked to join local ambulance fire and emergency personnel to get Hicks out of his home the plan was what they had to do was cut a hole in the side of the residence in order to get this this nine hundred pound man out. Not only that, they had to cut down several trees to clear a path to be able to get this man out. He can't move at all. First of all, how does a nine hundred pound man basically job of the hut become a drug dealer? And how how good of a drug dealer can you be? When you're just sitting there in your house and you cannot move. If I'm the judge, I'm like, ah, fuck the charges. I just want to get this guy in here to get a look at him and hear his story about how the fuck he was planning on being a drug dealer. There's a lot of amazing questions here that I think we're missing that I think that the uh, legal system needs to bypass and and, and basically uh, put this guy on display so we can learn more about how a 1,000-pound man is going to be a drug dealer, you know? So everybody kicks off uh, this whole process of getting this guy removed. Let's see. The plan included cutting the hole, as I said, bracing the structure, removing trees to clear a path for this ob- morbidly, deathly obese man, and then mechanically lifting him out. The monumental, uh, the monumental effort was at Hicks's request, the drug dealer, so he could get to court, where he's expected to plead guilty in a cocaine conspiracy case. He, uh, the suspect, is warned that if he pleads guilty, he will be taken straight into custody. Or the suspect was warned that, and, tra- and transported to a secure medical facility. So they immediately take him to a hospital. If I'm the judge, I'm like, all right, plead guilty, but uh, just stay there because you're not going to do anything anyway. So what's the fucking big deal? He can't move, by the way, nor can he get in clothes. This guy is so beyond hope. He's just laying there. Now, I don't know if you know about this, but when a person lays uh, like on a carpet or a piece of furniture with this type of mass over extended time, I'm not lying, their tissues degrade and become part of whatever it is that they're on look it up like the fabric gets woven into them they like absorb furniture i know that sounds insane but it's true if somebody you get some of these obese people who can't move and they're there for like three months just crapping on themselves and still eating it's awful you can't just lift them up because they'll stick to the couch. Like really stick to like has to be surgically removed. Think about that. So this guy, I mean, uh, just punish him by, uh, if Oh, you're guilty. All right. All right. See you later. Let us, well, uh, we'll get extra uh, shocks and struts. Put on the, uh, put on the, uh, 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 medical examiner's van. So when we cart your ass out of here, Hex is one of seven people charged with conspiracy to distribute and possess more than a pound of cocaine. I wish they would go into detail how he planned, how, what was his role in this? Did they just hide it in his tits? Was that how he was planning to be part of this? Here, I, the cops are coming. Lift one of your titties up so we can put this pound of cocaine in there. Dude was allowed to make an initial court appearance in March through a video link. And then asked to help to make the latest hearing in person. So he's cooperating. Once the medical personnel confirm that the defendant can be moved, the FBI will determine the best way to accomplish this. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, FBI uh, treating the defendant with dignity. Whatever. All steps being taken to minimize damage. Boy, man, if you... If they, if you're that far off and you're in trouble, and they, and everybody has to take steps to minimize your your damage, how do you have the will to live at nine hundred pounds? And by the way, the human body is a miracle worker to be able to still keep this monster alive. Um, but apparently the guy they he got. That's all it says here. Uh, Authorities later confirmed that um, he never made it to court, though. He was diverted mid-route to the Virginia Commonwealth University Medical Center. I don't know if he had a grabber from the stress. But uh, we wait and see. 900 pounds. My God, I cannot believe that. To be that big and still functioning. How? Uh, In Grand Rapids... There was uh, something that went down over the weekend that has happened before. And this usually brings out uh, so many screens, and new platforms. the most devastating police force in the world. That is the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. These are the guys that, uh, you know, raid your fishing tackle and they treat you like uh, freaking uh, Pablo Escobar if you're fishing without a license check Surprise this out on
1: the streets of grand rapids today that is a black bear spotted in a tree as emergency crews and wildlife workers work to bring the animal to a safe recovery right. you see him there now, fall- now
0: leon is talking all over the, the the damn video which pisses me off the bear has wandered into grand rapids and has climbed a tree and the dnr these psychopaths are are taking care of the deer so now, the story you're told is, oh yeah, the deer's fine as we see it fall from I don't know, I would say three stories up, and crash down head first. They have this feeble little like uh, yoga mat down on the front lawn of this 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 uh, household's yard, and the the dickhead DNR guy is so unbelievably goddamned inept that even though it is just a little shitty pad, the fucking bear doesn't even come close to striking it. He misses the mat and just, just, just spine his powder completely destroys the bear's body. Every bone in his body is busted. And, uh, And then that's it so you're thinking well that and you look and the dnr the guy's got a smile on his fucking face from the
1: tree as those workers move in to get him to a safe
0: place god damn was that terrible so bad the bear
1: now headed back up north but not before giving some in the neighborhood where this happened some extra reasons to remember this mother's day a sunday spectacle a Mother's Day marvel.
0: saw the bear. Um, uh, he, uh... Yeah. It's exciting enough to stop a story in its tracks. Yeah, they, they they put the camera on the kid who can't form more than two words, and they're, they, they try to, like, it stops your story in its track. Leon couldn't have been more overdramatic in this story, by the way.
1: That's a black bear up there in an unlike. And
0: I'm a black man right here
1: place found southeast grand rapids on horton avenue near crofton street a docile bear they say likely looking for a place oh, to call home baby. they
0: got that beautiful baby too and the the dnr guy you know he like walks in there's cops fire uh yeah sheriffs like, back off the bear's mine because that these these dnr guys live for this this guy he's that's bloodthirsty. you know you can see he's got a fucking boner uh, through his pants as he's loading up the tranks with like five six times a dose he's gonna pump this bear full of so much uh tranquilizers so that he can go take the bear back and instead of taking him to the wild he's gonna teabag him and then probably slit his throat
1: noticed it at around 4:30 this morning <laughs> This morning, on my wife.
2: Yeah. Oh, see the, 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 the... Right, the... now,
0: this guy is is seriously mentally impaired, and he is trying to put words together. Listen to this. Listen to this animal. Likely looking for a place to call home. They noticed it at around 4:30
2: this morning. This is... <laughs> I got that this on my wife. Yeah. see the
1: north is strong and as cubs start to move along on their own to find a place to call their own, they sometimes wander into what we like to think is our territory. They do cause a scene at times and make folks feel
2: a little bit nervous.
1: The DNR says Yo, the here, feeling here is mutual. Here's the murderer. They don't want
2: to be here. That bear, anybody that was here before we got here, could tell that bear was scared.
0: Yeah.
1: Today's story ends this way. The bear God, eventually falls again. after being tranquilized. Now, on a Mother's Day trip to a place
0: that looks a bit more like home. Be more dramatically on. Maybe you can... Maybe you could do that. Well, that fall looked a bit rough, the it DNR was. says they do believe the bear is safe. If you it's ever- so not though, it is re- it is
1: not not safe. come across a bear. DNR says it's important to just stay away. They're not likely to come after you or anything like that. But if you do present what they think is a threat, it could present yeah. a dangerous.
0: DNR is like call us and we'll kill it. My God. I got some feedback and he says, I like the Jim Florentine interview. Comedian. Eh, All right. Uh, Wasn't bad, I guess. In hindsight, perhaps. Uh, The band Pop Evil is in the news. Now, these guys continue to just do amazing things and the band is just killing it again. It's a great story where apparently a school in uh, near where kind of like where I used to live in Freeland, Michigan, which is, I used to live in Midland. Freeland's right next to it. Uh, One of the kids, the the school choir, these are elementary school kids, sang the song Waking Lions. And uh, the video, the band saw the video and uh, they wanted to get involved and do something nice for the kids at this school. This is a video of uh, one of the guys who runs the radio station, the rock radio station, in mid-Michigan called Z93. This is the my first commercial radio station. Check this out. Hey, it's
2: Matt from Z93's Morning After. We are doing something very cool today at Freeland Elementary School with the Pauli Street Singers. Just a couple of months ago, the band had their fall concert and they performed Pop Evil's Waking Lions. Pop Evil saw the performance and they wanted to do something special with the kids. So the kids think they're going to FaceTime with the band. What they don't know... Is that the band is here right now wow. here they are. So we're going to walk into the gymnasium And surprise the kids with
0: My mom. favorite's Dave, it's I great. love Dave, I love them all Actually, I, I can't say I have a favorite band member They're all fantastic, I've never met the lady My though My name is Matt, I work for the Rock Station z ninety three. How are you guys? All these, kids yeah! are like, all these kids are like, we don't know shit about rock music all they're, they're all school age kids They're like, yeah, come on Bad Bunny
2: So, how many of you guys know why I'm here today?
0: We don't give a shit. A lot of you guys sang a song by the band Pop Evil. Do you remember what it was called? No. no. Very good. So we had, had a plan
2: a couple months ago that the band was going
0: to FaceTime you, and then we had a big winter storm, and you guys didn't have school. So Fuck people, you. So everybody was upset. We were all done, out that didn't happen. Yeah. Show us your dick. So thankfully, the band had a concert in Detroit a couple of nights ago,
2: and they decided, okay, well, that's
0: going to be, we're going to have a day. Boy, off. this guy sounds like quite a twad. Oh. He's on oh. a rock station. Well, that's why it sounds you're like here. You're with the band. You What next the song fuck song is this song. guy's doing? The kids are like we don't give a shit. What the fuck? Who cares? Okay, so then they're 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 getting the FaceTime ready to get the band, and they're like, oh no, we're having technical issues, and they they see like a still image of the band the band's backstage Maybe, I'm not sure. we'll Dave's wearing out. sunglasses we'll see we can't for God's sake guys, we'll see we can't it out. and then here they come and the kids are like who are these fucking hippies oh,
2: thanks, friends,
0: <laughs> a few of the kids seem to seem to like to see really be freaking out right now. okay now they're going to sing the song to Pop Evil probably going to get a youtube ticket because i'm playing these kids doing the pop evil song i've never heard this song so the band's sitting there bebopping along They're, they're 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 loving it they're loving it sounds great a lot of kids by the way all these kids are Freeland, so they have low iqs
2: Uh, we've been blessed to have a lot of Please. success with winking lions every night, is by far the best. Because, hey, you energy bring energy. back Tony, they have their, do You guys know what the horns are? You want to put your horns at once? Can you put that up every night.
0: Where the fuck's songs chi Yeah, Lee's talking about the devil horns with the kids. They're loving that. Parents are like, oh, fuck you. Matt Dorito has the biggest beard I've ever seen. He looks like he's getting ready to go do Deadliest Catch.
1: I run a charity for kids that helps sick kids get to the hospital.
0: Ah, look at Dorito. He's doing something good with his talents. He always does. All right, so then the band's like slapping five with the kids. Matt's like, you're a little too young. All right. There you go. So good stuff from Pop Evil. In touch with the kids. Having fun.
2: <laughs> you know what that is? Go do you call that? Like a falsetto. I knew that. You know what to I was is? saying <laughs> oh, <a> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you sing eight shows in a row <laughs> and you scream <laughs> like this, ah! your falsetto does what? Wake in the- it
0: doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh-huh. very good that's actually a well done video by the the crew over at z93 i was being a dick but you know that's kind of what i do uh all right there you go uh we've got uh, first day back in the books after a couple days away i appreciate you as always uh tell your friends about the eric zane show podcast we're still here we're still killing it uh you can of course uh follow along spread the word on social media thank you so much for listening to the podcast we'll talk to you tomorrow all right another pause in the action i not the best of the eric zane show podcast listen if it's tax time you need to think about calling tag accounting wait a minute i said if it is tax it is tax time dickhead call tag accounting when it comes to your taxes okay the month is like Half over, more than. And uh, I to be talking about this through the end of March. So don't, like, forget, you know? I don't know what the hell I'm doing right now. 616-301-9516 for TAG accounting. Online at TAGCPA.net. Doesn't matter where you are in the U.S., call TAG. It's gonna, uh, you're going to spend probably north of 100 bucks on the service. But my God, is it going to be done flawlessly? 616 301 9516 for tag accounting. Thank you, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616 532 6600. Get your vehicles repaired at Irvine's. Early bird drop off, late bird pickup, loaner cars available. Thank you so much, Irvine's, ervines.com. Okay, more of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast.
2: Welcome to the party, Andrea here Ooh. People say I have a sexy voice But it doesn't compare to the star of the show Welcome to the Eric Zane Show Patreon bonus podcast Here's the host, Eric
0: Zane Come on big boy, show me what you've got Oh my gosh It makes me blush every single time uh, Thank you to Andrea There's, uh, She's like actually listening To this as we do it live How ridiculous is that? Look at me, I'm like oh god, it Sounds all horny <laughs> all right welcome into the patreon bonus uh i'm a little i'm a little punchy today a little loopy today was one of those days where i was like god jesus man it's like i'm having a hard time finding shit to talk about um you know it happens from time to time but uh let's start with this this uh this dude he is uh let's see an athlete in high school and he wanted to uh, he wanted he didn't want to get the chicken pox vaccine. The school was like, look, we're dropping the hammer on you kids that don't have the vaccine. You got to get it. So then he uh, so then he sued the school. What do you think happened here? Let's check this when out. He was
1: banned from school for not getting a chicken pox vaccine, ended up getting the chicken pox. Yep. Jerome Kunkel's attorney there says he got it last week. He recovered and returned to school yesterday, ah. but he had already missed seven weeks of his senior year.
2: It's kind of ridiculous because, you know, they issued the ban for the 21 days. And then, of course, they got extended longer because another kid came down with the chicken pox. And then it went on for longer. Uh, then finally, at the towards the end of the ban, I actually got the chicken pox, which should have extended the ban. But for some reason, they didn't.
1: All right. So the Northern Kentucky Health Department put the ban in place in March to contain the outbreak at his school. The Kunkels were appealing the ban when Kunkle. it was lifted. We heard it there in the soundbite.
0: How'd you like to have the name Kunkel? That just sounds really bad. So Kunkel was being a cuntle and decided that he did not want the chickenpox vaccine. They said, "No, you got to." And then he sued them. He ended up getting it anyway. So Kunkel sued the local health department because of a policy temporarily barring students who aren't immune against chickenpox. Uh, from coming to classes and any extracurricular activities at this uh, school, Our Lady of the Sacred Heart Assumption Academy in Walton, Kentucky. Catholic. Catholic school. Um, now, so he's, uh, he was all pissed off because he like, uh, lost. He d- didn't get the finish of the basketball season with the team. Missed out on a lot of school. Now, I didn't know about this because, I mean, th- this story's kind of funny if you think about it. The kid uh, goes through all that shit and then <laughs> he gets chickenpox. Of course, this dumb dope named Kunkel got the chicken pox. But it says he refused the vaccine, citing his faith. Now, the first thing I thought was, oh, crazy, zealot, kook. No way. This dude's like me. He's a freaking Catholic. Kunkel and the Kunkel family are like there's no way in hell we're gonna do that because uh it was derived from aborted fetuses the vaccine i go what you're crazy the vaccine was derived from aborted fetuses um uh, and well turns out he's not so crazy because uh it was that's a true thing I'll bet you that people listening right now, very few of you, well, hell, there's generally very few of you listening in the first place, let's be honest, uh, that you did not know that the chickenpox vaccine was made up from, like, uh, uh, ground-up baby dicks or something like that. Uh, actually, it was cells descended from those of a fetus that was terminated in the 1960s. I clicked on the link about that. Uh, and okay. Listen to this. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Our, um, chickenpox rubella, hepatitis A, one version of the shingles vaccine and one preparation of rabies vaccine are all made by growing the viruses in fetal embryo fibroblast cells. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I wanted to get to the specific. Okay. Um, The fetal embryo fibroblast cells used to grow vaccine viruses were first obtained from an abortion, two abortions, in the 1960s. These same embryonic cells obtained from the early 1960s, this is weird, have continued to grow in the laboratory and are used to make vaccines today. So those two dead babies are what they're using. They're still growing cells off the two for all of the world. Are you fucking crazy? That sounds like really weird, does it not? Think about that. They continue to like do what they, I don't know. I don't know anything shit about how to do this, but apparently it's in it's just, just splattered in there and it continues to grow. God. That's kinda, that is kind of fucked up. I, man, I don't know if I would have wanted either. Uh, the reasons fetal cells were originally used included uh, viruses need cells to grow and to tend to grow better in cells from humans than animals. But uh, wow, I had no idea that, uh, that that was a thing. Who knew that? No one does. They don't tell you that. Hey, we're about to give you the chicken pox vaccine. It's made from a ground up baby dick. And uh, that's the end of it. So anyway, Kunkel got the pox recovered. Uh, He's pissed off, though. Probably Sue. I don't know. I would still get the... uh, I mean, I'm a Catholic, but, uh, you know. What do I care about about what some asshole did to his baby in the 19... If some asshole is going to kill his baby... Uh, and well, what the hell they're going to, they use it to save, to uh, uh, make the public healthier. Is that okay? Am I, is what I'm saying fucked up? I mean, I mean, I didn't do it, but the whole world uses a chicken pox vaccine from these two dead babies. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 in one hand, I don't, I don't care because it's been, you know, however many years. It is okay, isn't it? Right? Eric at com. But anyway, Kunkel refused the vaccine because he's kind of a douchebag. Whose last name is Kunkel? All right, when Trump came to town here. By the way, I got a Trump story for you. Hold on, I need a drink. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your patience. I was at, uh, at the wedding in Jersey City. Dear friend of mine named Kim. Uh, we're talking to this young dude named Aiden who lives in Great Britain. And, uh, we were talking about the latest baby, the Royal baby. Um, by the way, side, another side note of a side note. Did you see there was some famous guy in England who made a a, a monkey joke about the new Royal baby? It was, uh, Harry. Is it Harry. Wait a minute. I don't even know what kid ha- is the dad. Um, the the dad and the mom, the new mom and dad. Uh, it was a cartoon of them depicted walking out with the baby, and it was a monkey. And it said the new the new royal baby is going home. And I went, "What the fuck is that all about?" And it turns out, yeah, Harry and Meghan. Thank you, Andrea. It turns out that uh, Megan has is like. A, comes from like multi like a biracial setup i had had no idea so this dickhead yeah he works for the bbc or he did they fired his ass the uh, why what the fuck why would you do that so his ass is out um but uh so anyway, I'm talking to this dude, Aiden, about the baby. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And we're, I'm talking about, so who's in line to be king? It's it's Charles, right? The dad. the, the, the uh, she, He was married to uh, Princess Diana, right? That's the guy who's next in line for the throne. It's kind of like Game of Thrones matchmaking here. I'm like, all right, so you got Queen Mom right now, and then her son is, is Charles. He's going to be the king eventually. Hold on, I got a burp. Oh, my God, that was huge. Charles, so we're kind of like debating who's next. And uh, this kid's seventh in line, the new one, the the one of Harry and Meghan. So uh, he's never good. And so then Kim goes, you know, we should have a monarchy here in the U.S. And I'm like, "Uh oh, here we go. And uh, she's like, yeah, that would be really cool if we did. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, man, you know, the the royals, they don't do anything. It's 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 parliament. It's it's the it's the prime minister have the power. The, the king and queen are just they don't do anything. They're just there. they're 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 like window dressing. It doesn't mean shit. We should have a king and queen here. I'm like, this is getting more and more stupid by the second this this dialogue. And she goes, It'd be a lot better than what we got right now, right, Eric? And, I'm, and I look at her and I, I just go, now I, I, don't, I just don't want to discuss it. Whether I agree with her or don't agree with her, it doesn't matter. Now I look at her and I go, I feel like a wedding is not the time to discuss politics. And uh, that shut her down real quick, and I think I offended her. But, I mean, how else can you handle this? There, there is no appropriate time to discuss that. Unless if you say, hey, look, let's discuss politics, you and I. First of all, I don't know shit about politics. So I don't feel like I've got any. I couldn't believe it. Like, who the fuck would just bring up that shit in, in, for, in, 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 at a wedding, for God's sake? Dangerous, dangerous. Don't do it don't do it for god's sake uh where was i trump trump oh yeah 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 uh so when trump visited grand rapids the president most recently it was a party holy shit there were so many people downtown my god andrew oh, hell andrew was there she was like showing a president like uh i got my hat on the whole thing uh, i had a couple other zaniacs were there you know and uh, I, I, I honestly think that we are way beyond uh, indicting people who like the president. It's bullshit. Uh, you can believe what you want to believe, but to indict people because they like a guy is complete horseshit. I don't care if you like Bernie Sanders. If you like Bernie Sanders, or if you like uh, Joe Biden or whoever else, doesn't matter to me. You don't indict them and insult them because of who they like. You indict anybody because of who they like, you're an asshole. So this asshole, Robert Truex Jr., uh, apparently was at the Trump rally, and back then, this dick decided to throw water balloons at people who were attending the fucking thing. Now, all these people want to do is just party and cheer. That's it. So asshole shows up, and starts throwing water balloons. Now, this clip is taken from um, April 4th, which was right after the president came to town. This Truax dick uh, threw the um, water balloons and got busted for it. The cops actually uh, uh, found out that it was him. This was the scene just one week ago. Today,
2: out so this outside is from April of the San Arena in Grand Rapids, thousands of people gathered to see President Trump speak. While it was overwhelmingly peaceful, Grand Rapids police did arrest two people. Among those two, Robert Truax Jr. He appeared in court today for creating a disturbance, pleaded guilty to throwing water balloons into the crowd. Truax spoke to 39 year your side John Hogan and says, despite getting into trouble, if given the chance, he might do it again.
0: Okay, now again, this is, uh, he interviewed the guy. Hogan interviewed this dick. Uh, Right after he was like, made his first appearance in front of the judge again. This is from April, and I'm I'm going somewhere with this.
2: There's the video of him throwing the two water balloons into a crowd of Trump supporters here at Van Andel Arena on March 28th. The 20-year-old says his actions speak louder than words trying to stand up for the people that are just against the president some thirty-five hundred people what a way outside to do it then. inside Indo. a riot more than 11,000 were inside i wanted to stand out and do something about it instead of just being a bystander and what a twat just taking everything that he throws verbally at us that they did pre-filled water balloons were launched into the crowd and truex got it all on video including his arrest he posted it to his youtube page. oh i get it Truax appeared in Grand Rapids District Court on Thursday. City of Grand Rapids versus Robert Dale Truax Jr. He pleaded guilty to creating a disturbance in a public place. The misdemeanor is punishable by up to 90 days in jail and a fight.
0: i tell you why this is such a terrible idea and why he's such a, a, a blind twat and has no idea what, the, what direction is up if you throw water balloons and incite people that are gathering especially one like that and somebody throws a punch you could start a mass riot and with like people losing their minds and people getting trampled and shit like that is oh there's about a million and one things that could go wrong this son of a bitch is lucky that that did not happen hundred
2: dollar fine what happened I was throwing water balloons at Trump supporters. It is something he downplayed on his YouTube video. Like, bro, it's some water balloons, bro. Grand Rapids police say oh, it is not asshole. something to laugh off. Not only can you hit someone and injure them, um, but also you can uh, incite panic in a group. The I actually stole the that group, from her. <laughs> the more dangerous something like this um, can That's be. That's a police Truex folks. acknowledges there are detractors to his methods. Just like Malcolm X, you know, some people consider that man a very oh, violent person, you. but... In a way, I do believe he did something right. Rand Rapids Police he's, Sergeant Truax. He's Kathy comparing Williams himself to Malcolm
0: mo- X because his dumb fuck threw water balloons. What an asshole.
2: It was clear. He came downtown with the intention of getting arrested. So, uh, be that as it may, um, it, he's put that video out there, and I'm sure that will be um, a card played in court. To those yes. who might have been hit, Truax had this to say. I'm sorry that I got you wet, uh, but you should have brought a long sleeve to keep it a little bit warm. So. Would he do it again? Yeah, probably would do it again, but if not, try to get three water balloons out this time. Mm. True Axe, who is unemployed,
0: of will course. be back in
2: court for sentencing later this spring. He remains free on bond. In Grand Rapids, right. John- And
0: so, uh, what happened to that guy? Uh, this story, uh, John, John Agar published this in Live uh, back at, back uh, May 8th. I don't have any, uh, don't have any audio or, or video to go with this, but I'll just... Uh, tell you the story hang on burping again I, there's a real there's a real burp issue going on today i apologize and I, I, pro- I promised kate i would not i think it was kate i would not do it all right remember that this 20 year old twat said that he uh, he would do it again headline reads says he won't do it again <laughs> you know somebody saw that and said your ass is mine uh, he stood before Grand Rapids District Judge Kimberly Schaefer. Changed his mind. Something I don't plan on doing again, he said. He said he want, He said she wanted, Schaefer said she wanted to hear that. She wanted Truax to understand the seriousness of the actions. Uh, she said it could have escalated into a riot. You never know how people re- would react to that. He got lucky. Those hit by the balloon would not know it contained only water rather than a dangerous liquid, the judge said. Boy, this guy's simple. He doesn't even think any of this through. Uh, under the plea agreement, his guilty plea under the Holmes Youthful Trainee Act will not show up in court records if he follows court orders. Ordered, he performs sixty hours on a work crew. If the judge, this should be one of those creative judge things uh, where the you know like the judge makes you do creative things. Basically, it's up to the judge to give you the sentence. Uh, so he gets sixty hours to work on a work crew. He should have to set up for the next Trump rally and wear a shirt that says, I'm the dick who threw water balloons. That'd be a good one. How about that, you smart ass? He must complete uh, six months of probation and pay $875 in fines and costs. I doubt he has it. He was sentenced to one day in jail with credit for a day already served. Ooh, 112 comments. Yikes. Do we dare? Uh, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to open up that, uh, can of worms or as Diana would say, bag of worms. Do you have anybody in your house that murders, um, phrases and things just says them wrong? Diana is the one that's the new expert. I think I might even have mentioned she goes, oh, you're not going to want to open up that bag of worms. What? What? You don't say bag of worms. It's a can of worms. Jesus. Uh, okay. What else did I have for you here? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there. I think we had some good momentum on that, and I got nothing else. It's late and I'm going to bed. And you should be in bed too, dog on it. Uh, all right, once again, we appreciate you listening. We got more coming up tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to you checking out the uh EricZaneShow.com website. Thanks for being aboard the show on Patreon. God bless. Have a good one, folks. Folks, that is it. That is it. The asshole of the day is, well, I don't really have an asshole of the day. Um, well, I have one, but I don't, I don't want to say it. I want to keep that closer to the vest. Uh, thank you for checking out the uh, Not the Best of the Eric St. Show podcast. I'll have uh, more shows for you. I've got a uh, one of these, Not the Best of, for the Friday, the 17th, and then Monday, the 20th of February tuesday 21 back back probably jet lag too you know travel out west for a few days come back your brains just mush Ugh. all right folks have a good one thank you so much bye